spring cleanup. So um, I think when you take a look at spring cleanup, um, typically the first area that people look at is like uh, your physical space, right? Like you want to dust off the cobwebs yeah. that have accumulated over the winter. <laughs> uh, maybe do some reshuffling in your storage area. Um, maybe get rid of, put your old like winter clothes away in storage, bring out your spring clothes. So that, but I think uh, the other areas that are often neglected is kind of like doing a bit of a, a mental and emotional spring cleanse, if you will. Um, so um, when I know I do like just from my mind, when I do like a mental spring cleaning, um, I journal. Yeah. So I have to kind of almost uh, condense for myself like what the past four months were like for me uh, in my personal life, with work and my health, my well-being. Uh, just so that I can kind of process it and let that go. Otherwise, it kind of lingers into spring when I feel like uh, um, almost living the same day every day. So yeah. that's kind of like what I like to, the benefits of kind of doing that mental spring cleaning is uh, being able to just be more present in the day without having to, you know, keep my mind almost lagging. Yeah. No, from, you're right. From yesterday. Yeah, no, it's, but that's spring cleanup because I think everybody starts, you know, December rolls around. Everybody's go oh, new year. I'm going to wait till the new year to deal, do all these resolutions or these new things I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to the gym and then that new year clicks and some people get into it. Some people don't. And like, even if you get into it, you kind of get busy because, you know, the work starts again. Your kids might be going to uh, school again. So everything starts building up and then people forget to just kind of get back into those things or rethink of some things. I think a spring cleanup is really good because you get a chance to just reset again. You might have kind of started falling off on the gym, falling off on a diet or just falling off in little kind of things that you're doing with your spouse or your friends and family. So how I you think, do anything is how you do everything. You're exactly. Gonna fall, you're going to fall off in one area. You're going to see it kind of almost trickle over into the other areas. Other areas. And then I think a springtime is a perfect time to just kind of blossom back into those things. Cause you know, the weather's getting better. People are more out and about. I know right now, like for this winter, we've been gaming like crazy just cause there's rain, snow. <laughs> those are those are COVID habits, man. <laughs> the COVID habits. And like, I went golfing and, and it started snowing halfway through golf, right? So we couldn't even do all these outdoor activities. So we've been stuck kind of indoors. So you kind of get used to just being indoors and doing little things around the house and you forget that that, you know, you can start planning ahead and just think of all these activities that you want to kind of do outside, right? So yeah. definitely a spring cleanup is a good idea, I think, for a lot of people to kind of consider as a thing to maybe start doing. Yeah. Have you ever considered, like, so I just told you that I would uh, journal um, to kind of do like a mental spring cleanup. Uh, what would you do? Or would you say maybe, and these are sometimes these things are like, you're aware of what you're yeah. doing. Sometimes you're not. Yeah. I think uh, I definitely like the idea of journaling. I think more people should be doing something like that, getting your thoughts on paper and then being able to look back at those because sometimes our thoughts disappear if we've had a thought and we forget what it was. Whereas if you write it down, it's something you're always going to remember. So I do something not journaling, but usually for work, it's, you know, I have a to-do list, right? And I have to write... I start that list usually a day before and then on that morning, like if I get up really early, usually about 6 o'clock, I'll start adding on to that. But in there, I'll write some of those kind of mental things that I want, you know, get something mentally done rather than just work related. So I'll have kind of a list at the bottom. But now I've seen myself actually adding more things to that list. So it's kind of just like little things like, hey, you know what, take more time with Syrah or, you know what, take an extra 15 minutes in the gym or, hey, you know what, take 15 minutes extra to read. Just kind of adding on to the little things that I already have because I could see myself kind of, you know, forgetting to do this thing or forgetting to do that thing. And 
before it was just a list where I would just write the things down and then maybe cross them out. But now I've had to put like a little check mark box to make sure, you know, I yeah. see that check mark there or else I circle it and I'm like, okay, I got to throw this on to tomorrow. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where I've seen some of my kind of mental thoughts in spring cleaning is where it's going right now. But I definitely need to probably write a little bit more because I remember... I remember us talking uh, in the past, you used to write down like, you know, poetry and lyrics and stuff like that. And I have like a whole page on my uh, notes where I used to write lyrics. And it was like a huge page of all these different lyrics of, you know, I'm going to become a rapper. <laughs> or I'm going to become a Punjabi singer, all this kind of stuff. And I have all, the, all these lyrics. I'm like, where the hell are they supposed to go? Yeah. So I like, I want to get back into that because I think it just was like, open up a creative side that sometimes I'd use those words or whatever thoughts I had that day into something else that I was yeah. working on. Yeah. yeah so, it's a yeah. creative cleanse yeah. too, right? Literally. A creative spring cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. I, you like to do the list. I uh, find that I'll have the list and I'll have check boxes yeah. and my notepad, but I don't, I rarely <laughs> ever check them off. Yeah. For me, I think like, cause there's like, like a, there's 101 ways uh, to journal. Yeah. So I think like for me, it's like, uh, I kind of, uh, I just want to get it on paper just so that it's not kind of swirling around in my mind. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of do like a brain dump, if you will, just to get it all out. Yeah. Not really, really trying to make sense of it. Yeah. But just to yeah. kind of get it get from, it out, out yeah. from uh, a place that's not tangible, like my mind to something that is tangible so I can read it. So it's like, oh, this is the reality of what's actually been going on. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah like uh, basically kind of how we did the mind map. Yeah. You know, we just threw things on there. Yeah. And it was literally in the beginning. I just had, you know, this is the podcast and these are like the four or five topics. And then I kind of just let it sit there for a day and then come back to it. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, this, this, this. And it slowly became like this literal map of like my mind basically on the podcasting. And I, now that I've been looking at it more often and just kind of seeing what I can update, I've thought of like using that in my personal life now. Yeah. So, you know, maybe putting myself in the middle and then all these goals that I have and then what I need to achieve these goals, you know, where I'm at at these goals and then constantly updating that and being able to share that with obviously with Mandy showing her where I'm at and, you know, maybe creating her a mind map and then creating Sarah a mind map of, you know, she's t uh, almost two in a month. This is where she's going to be and where we want her at three, we're at four, at five, just kind of having an idea, just throwing it on something, not having to obviously follow it step by step or one to 10 as a list and order, yeah. just getting it somewhere that we know, okay, you know, it's there and we can kind of come back to it and refresh. Yeah. There's not like really a concrete timeline attached no, to it. No, I think that building these concrete timelines, like you find out that out at work. Sometimes when, you know, you have like your uh, bosses or whoever it is, your managers, they have all these timelines that they're trying to throw at you and sometimes they don't hit, right? And then now everybody's kind of bummed out that, you know, that thing didn't hit. So I think sometimes we don't want to put too much pressure on having to get that accomplished. Yeah. It's more so it's there everybody works at a different pace but making sure you do get to it though i think a lot of people sometimes like oh i can't do this or i can't do that and they yeah. just let it go so always just saying a soft hey. timeline yeah exactly just a soft timeline yeah. and you will have hard timelines on some things that are obviously bigger goals than the smaller goals yeah i think making sure you just get your priorities straight yeah hard timelines i think more so i do for my physical well-being yeah right like uh i have a hard timeline on, when it comes to my to-do list uh, if it comes to like getting out in nature yeah uh, uh getting a physical getting a checkup you know getting some blood work done i just got some blood work done a few weeks ago i'm becoming a man sonny <laughs> <laughs> i'm becoming a man you know taking care of uh, myself and uh this is like i'll be 38 in april and this is the second time in my life where i've been actively uh in the driver's seat of my physical well-being yeah. when it comes to like 
almost diagnosing myself and just doing a kind of maintenance check internally because yeah. I'm I think I'm you know I do really well like when it comes to like discipline in the gym and you know yeah I'll binge here and there especially in the winter months but I'm I'm really good when it comes to like the act of physical act of taking care of myself yeah. but when it comes to like tests and actually just taking the time to go to a doctor's office yeah. I have a big kind of <laughs> well, I don't know what it is man there's just cause this come, some kind of like ah oh, just throw it on the to-do yeah. list and yeah. you know it's one of those it's so soft timelines it, it, it ain't getting <laughs> checked bro soft. that shit ain't getting checked <laughs> No, I think the physical part is huge. I think, uh, you know, you're saying at 38 now you're kind of, you know, honed into making sure it's a priority. Yeah. And that could be at any age, you know, when we're younger, we obviously get into the gym and we think that's all, you know, life is working out and that's going to help us with women going to the beach and partying and this and that. And then we get to that age of hitting your third, like early 30s or 30 and you're like, you know what, I'm old. I'm just going to live life as it is, eat what I want, do what I want. And then we get to those later ages where it could be a problem. You know what? And it could be a problem at a younger age too. Right after 30, you could get so many different types of issues and whatnot. But I think making sure that the physical part is a priority. And I think that's something that like I've seen myself because, uh, you know, I work out with Grinder. So I always use him as an example with people of how much like working out can change things. So for his wedding, uh, it happened 2021 and uh, about five months before he's like, yo, I want to start taking my workouts to another level. So I'm like, OK, you know what? All this spring and summer, we'll do that. So he started coming in every morning. We'd work out and it was like just a really good dedicated workout. Nothing too hard. It was just kind of keeping your heart rate up. Just having a treadmill running the entire workout and you're on there or you're doing your workout one or the other. And he ends up losing just under 30 pounds. So now he's, you know, at his wedding week and everybody's like, holy fuck, like what happened to you? Like you look good. He's fitting into all his stuff. Good fits into a good suit. Looks good. And you could tell that it paid off. And he could, you could tell that he was kind of happy about that too. All the good compliments. And then, you know, kind of his wedding happened around September, October ish. And then winter rolls around and winter is like you know a death eater of people that work out because you start getting lazy it's cold you don't want to work out we used to work out in my garage so it was cold in the winter and then he kind of you know got back into his old habits of just kind of eating and whatnot and gain most of that back so now we're kind of you know discussing of getting back into that basically that spring summer thing again but telling them that it's going to have to be now something that's going to have you're going to have to continue through the winter if you bear it out in the winter that spring and summer are not an issue how you work out right now it's just yeah. part of your daily routine how i try to work out just part of your daily routine you get you get it done and it's done with you forget yeah, about it i think you you talk about working out it's like uh you were saying before um you know maybe when you first start like maybe speaking for guys you want to look good you want to feel good you want to you want to get jacked you want to be more attractive to the opposite sex right and you just want to uh uh kind of follow a very um similar um reasoning uh, with your fellow peers as to why you're gonna work out for me it was kind of like it was survival yeah it was like a different mindset i was like over 300 pounds coming off of like anti-psychotic medication antidepressants coming on the other end of almost wanting to commit suicide and then for me it was just like there was no other way it was just like do this or i'm not gonna be here so it's like 
I still like I was like it's funny that um, I always think about this in the gym sometimes I just go so hard like just so hard like people are, this guy's probably trained for something and I'm like no man this was just probably just a survival instinct when I was just like you know trying to fight all those demons yeah. and uh, now it's just become a part of my like brushing my teeth it's like an unconscious behavior like yeah. you know like I, I uh, there's a certain period throughout the year where I like train harder than other year uh, other uh, seasons but like uh, generally overall like i'm it's my consistency yeah like i'll just show up because it's like i don't it's like if i didn't brush my teeth i'm just gonna feel gross i'm yeah. gonna feel filthy all day i'm not gonna want to talk to anybody yeah. <laughs> i'm just not gonna want to interact with the rest of the world yeah. it's the same with going to the gym like that's after i get my 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 movement in yeah uh, and then i'm ready to interact with the rest of the world yeah so it's become like unconscious um and it's like uh even taking a look at my physical fitness like um, you know, I take a look back on it and sometimes I never really considered it a journey yeah. because it became like a lifestyle. Yeah. So I always, uh, I, I kind of talk about this when I do workshops, especially with people, you know, wanting to adopt new mental health tools and practices where, you know, a lot of people it's, you know, they kind of, they call it their, their journey, yeah. their wellness journey, their mental health journey. But I kind of like, you know, look at it like uh, it's like unconscious behavior, like brushing my teeth. So I'm like, well, when you're brushing your teeth, it's not like my dental hygiene journey. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I have a dental hygiene journey and I've been tracking it since I was a small. You haven't been tracking it. Yeah. At a certain point, you go to the dentist for your regular checkups. You start brushing your teeth. Maybe you use mouthwash. You change yeah. your mouthwash here yeah. and there. You change your toothpaste. Yeah. That's your journey. Yeah. You're not thinking about it too much. You're not. And same with uh, your uh, mental and emotional well-being for myself, at least. It's just... It's just kind of like unconscious behavior now to just kind of experiment with different tools and practices. But journaling, getting back to the journaling, that's going to be like a staple of mine. Not consistent. Like I'm, I'm not an everyday journaler. Yeah. I know, you know, you develop that kind of when you are consistently journaling. I've been doing it for years and you kind of develop this uh, deeper sense of connection with yourself. Yeah. I almost kind of look at it like now I've become my own consultant. Yeah. I can actually have a conversation with myself yeah. that's productive yeah. rather than destructive. Yeah. So uh, I kind of uh, am able to periodically, when needed, when my check mental status light comes on, yeah. <laughs> which I know is there, like I'm, I'm aware of it, yeah. that's when I'll journal and almost kind of like purge my mind of excess thoughts. Because yeah. uh, like it's, uh, I, uh, I, I like to think that it's not that we're like physically overweight. We're just mentally overweight. Yeah, definitely. You know, you want to lose weight, but what, what do you got to lose first? You have to almost shed some mental weight, some yeah. thoughts and replace them with some different thoughts that le then lead to some different forms of actions that you weren't taking before. So it's a very beautiful process when you break it down, the power of the mind. Yeah. So that's why, you know, talk about spring cleaning. Start with the mind. Start with the mind. Start with the mind. Everything else will follow. Because, like, you're not just going and cleaning out the garage for your spring cleaning. You're yeah. actually, if you're writing it down or you're thinking about it or it's become a habit, like, it starts in here. Yeah. Right? So, you start with the mind. And then, um, I think another thing that's um, overlooked, too, is um, do some spring cleaning with your relationships. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, maybe there are some people in your life that you're connecting with, family, friends, that uh, for whatever reason you're just not clicking with and nobody's a, a bad nobody's good we don't want to vilify anybody yeah. saying like i want to just block this person out from my life i think that's a little harsh it is i think it's just a little bit yeah. of like um it's okay to do some spring cleaning on your connections meaning that you're going to kind of take a look at how much time you're spending with friends and family 
um, uh, co-workers, uh, you know, your peers and whatever work that you do and uh, ask your, start to ask yourself some questions. Does spending time with this individual at this point in time in my life, um, does it uh, affect me positively in any yeah. way, shape or form? Yeah. Uh, if not, then I'll just reduce that amount of time I'm spending with that person. No love loss. Yeah. Like, like I love all my friends I grew up with. Like, even like some of my boys. Like sometimes I have I've been seeing like Jamie's like one of my best friends. Like you'll hear us talking about people, but eventually, yeah. hopefully, you'll get to yeah. know who they are. But like I haven't seen the guy in like six, seven months. Yeah. But like when I do, it's nothing but love. Yeah. It's okay. Like he's out there doing his thing. I'm out here doing my thing. Just because there's a separation doesn't mean that um, I have I love him any less. Yeah. Right. But like for me, myself, with my life, it's like, you know, uh, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going, working so heavily in, into like mental health and doing these workshops, the coaching, teaching my yoga and doing the public speaking, this podcast now. Yeah. It's like I know that um, uh, there's not much time for anything other than for me to just do this work because that's what's important to me. And then, uh, you know, maybe when the season shift, I'll go back and connect with some people I was out of touch with but I think that's important yeah do that spring cleaning on connections right no that's you brought up a really good one that I I don't think a lot of people even care to consider or think about is that uh, spring cleaning with relationships just like with your spouse with your family friends whoever's kind of in your inner circle outer circle and just kind of see where those circles balance just kind of how you said you know, you take your time and analyze that relationship. Is it a positive relationship? Is it a negative relationship? And then from there, you kind of divvy up that time. Like maybe I should be spending a little bit less time here because it's not really being as productive for myself and my mental well-being. And then maybe putting that effort and time over here with somebody that you haven't connected with as much, but you know that connection is always pure and good every time that you connect with them. Yeah. So kind of putting a little bit more emphasis into that and that could uplift you and build a little bit more positivity in yourself. And that just kind of shows shines through the people you're around with daily, right? Like I see it personally in my life. I see, you know, Mandy being uh, a registered nurse and having to deal with all the drama at a hospital and then coming back from work and, you know, it stays with you, right? So they're having to get those positives and negatives no matter what and having to bring that home. And you kind of see how they're having to go and they're kind of turmoiling over just that time of being at work for 12 hours, how much it can change now that next whole week or if if not longer, somebody could have passed away that day on a shift, right? So I think people need to sometimes, you're right, just take that time and you don't have to wait for February 14th of of the day to confess your love or get presents for your significant other or a a birthday to just uh, give a shout out to somebody only on that certain day. There's 365 days of the year, fucking use them. You know, we try to say that we don't have all this time throughout the days and whatnot, but we'll make time for the people we give a shit about. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, not I make... write you guys, I write you guys like poems in the in our like yeah. WhatsApp chat. I'm like, come on, brothers. <laughs> yeah. And I write you guys poems. It's like a Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> it's and like it's a just random, taking like, that little just, bit of time. Yeah. You're taking 10 minutes, maybe five minutes of your time just to throw something. We're all reading it. Yeah. Not like we're sitting there not reading it. We're yeah. reading it. And you'll see some people throw up their comments and some people just might not comment. They're kind of busy at yeah. that time or they think they're too busy to comment but they've read it like we see who's read it out of those posts right so i think that's kind of a big thing that you brought up that i think a lot of people don't talk about is just taking the time for different relationships yeah nurturing them nurturing yeah you nurture relationships right like you don't like over time you start to realize like this takes work and not just with a significant other but with your friends your family your community like you nurture those relationships with attention yeah right so when you have when you're focused on that individual it's not so much like 
Um, there's no kind of, I don't think there's like kind of a scale to kind of measure, um, you know, this is a good amount of attention. This is the least amount of attention. But like, I think in a general sense, like you're, you're, you're obviously making an effort. Yeah. You know, it's the effort that goes a long way. Um, so, you know, make an effort and you can connect with somebody by just sending them a text message. Yeah. It's very really good for your well-being because social, being socially, you know, your social well-being is a huge component of your, it's like a pillar of your mental yeah. and emotional well-being. Yeah. So it's like, one, you want to connect with others? Well, just shoot them a message. Yeah. Send them a message. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've just, I think I've gotten so accustomed to just reaching out to people first. I went to like six different elementary schools yeah you know sink or swim like if i didn't connect with somebody first like uh, it was like for my survival because i i need to be connected to these people i'm a new person eh, yeah. almost every year so like i think that was a kind of blessing for me to just always want to make the attempt and just kind of reach out to somebody so it's kind of like naturally uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that almost like unconscious habit that i have yeah. to reach out and connect with people mind you uh there are times where uh, especially more so since COVID, yep. like you go inward and you want to connect with others, but you just don't know how and what to say. And I was thinking about that the other day and I always just think, I like, I hope everybody knows that who I love, you know, and this is a great way yeah. to kind of let yeah. them know, like whether I went, whether I, the, the, my friends in Okotoks in Alberta, where I spent like a decade of my life from all the, you know, I've told you six different elementary schools from my friends from all my schools yep. that I went to, from my family. Um, there is never any love loss, regardless of how long there's been a disconnect between yep. us. And uh, I carry all that love within my heart, but sometimes it's okay that I'm not able to show it. And then there are times throughout my um throughout the year where i like i'll send people messages i'll try to make an attempt on social media like a broad message to everybody like fuck everybody i love you yeah. just yeah. to let you know <laughs> you know like we may not be in the same physical lo location in the same city uh but i i love you yeah and i do think about you um and it's kind of like those memories are just kind of like they swirl around in your heart and they never leave yeah so yeah it is beautiful because like i think even talking about it now i'm i'm, I'm filled with like this like surge of uh love yeah. and i could feel it in my chest yeah i can see it yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i can see it like exactly how you said it uh that's something i kind of got accustomed to too kind of living out here and then going to india and then living in Kelowna, always kind of moving to a new spot so abruptly and so quick and having to make networks and connections and then all the connections i've left in india or canada and kind of continuing yeah. with them and i think that's gave me the experience to know that part of my life, to continue doing it. I think a yeah. lot of people don't get that. So I've seen that in my life where even if there's drama in say my family or my friend circle, it doesn't matter who the person is, I still reach out, you know, yeah. I still reach out. They see me, it's the same love, there's no love lost. And I think a lot of people see that in me. That's kind of one of the things I get said back to me. So I continue doing it that, hey, you know what? There's all this drama going on, but you you know, you don't even look at that drama. You're looking past it, past that and just seeing that person and continuing that relationship. And that's something when I hear that from other people, I continue wanting to do that. Yeah. So I continue wanting to reach out to people. And then I see them reaching out, you know, different people that normally wouldn't have been reaching out. Now they're reaching out. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Let's just make some plans or what it is. So you're right. Like it's something you have to sometimes experience yourself to be in that uh, kind of shoe and have to do that on the daily to try to build those relationships and keep maintaining them, which is like the hardest thing to do nowadays with life and all this busy stuff that's going on. Just maintaining a relationship yeah. is so tough that sometimes when you see somebody, there's this awkwardness 
that might come out of them because they haven't been in that same boat of, hey, we can just go back to how things were. Like if I see you, yeah. it'd be like I saw you yesterday, even though it could have been two, three, four years, yeah. whatever time it is, how you haven't seen Jamie in a long yeah. time. But when you see each other moment, it's like it's- Yeah, there are, there are certain relationships though, I think that are like unquestionable. Like you have, like we don't, I don't think you have like, um, you know, I can count uh, how many relationships like that I would have with people um, where because we've spent enough time together yeah. and we've been through cer- certain circumstances, good and bad in our life together, yeah. um, that we've been bonded um, a little bit deeper to the point where like there, th- that, uh, that Wi-Fi signal is always strong. Yeah. There's, there's no like one bar, two yeah. bar. No, that shit's three bars all the time. Yeah. You know, you always have that person that is with you all the time. Yeah. And uh, I think that is a huge component of like, if I'm talking about myself, th- that's what made me who I am. Yeah. And like carrying those people in my heart everywhere I go, like what I've learned from them and um, having them to love uh, give, it gives me that like opportunity to just always get back in touch with that part of myself that yeah. sometimes gets lost with disconnection from others um especially during isolation with yeah. covid like old habits die hard man we're, yeah. s- we're still this is still fresh yeah like what was it like fucking three years right yeah and then so like you go from being inside okay and you know everybody's different some people call themselves introvert extroverts man i think everybody's a combination of the both yep. any, on any given day right yep. you have the you have the potential to do whatever you want so yep. i wouldn't label yourself but that being said um we go from okay the world is open you close the world now we're indoors for us went online yeah. and bought me and buddies bought me an xbox everybody <laughs> was just like we want you to get an xbox you play call of duty <laughs> we're, we're connected yeah. uh and then you're just online for us at least but like even more so you're still enclosed in your physical space enclosed yeah. in your mind yeah. disconnected from the rest of the world and it is uh that habit that habit of, it's like, it's it's habitual now. It's like, now I don't want to leave my house. Yeah. I don't want to connect yep. with others. I want to do what I was doing at home to whatever I was doing to fill my time. Yeah. For me, for me, for us, it was like video games. Yeah. Right? But like, I'm sure everybody else had their, their go-to uh, for what they were doing. Uh, bless, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're, uh, be grateful if you had a, you know, a really beautiful location that you lived in. If it was sunnier all year round, I yep. can only imagine what my friends in Alberta went through. Man, yeah. <laughs> those winters are not forgiving. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you're, you're indoors and then those, those habits of isolating, they take a little bit to, um, overcome. So yep. now we're in that period of reconnecting, but it's going to take a little time. And when I say a little time, it's almost equivocal to the time that we spent down. So, you know, let's just, let's just ballpark it and say, it's going to take another three years for us to get some sense of normalcy. Yeah. So we're in that limbo period of everybody starting to connect again and, you know, rekindle old relationships and nurture those relationships with some attention, some love, some actual, you know, connection other than talking about what's going on with the outside of the world. Like, yeah. What's going on with you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what's going on with you? Tell yeah. me how you're doing. Yeah. So no, like uh, relationships, um, they're a beautiful thing. And uh, as, as you get older, I think it's important to be able to consciously take a look at them. When we're younger, we're not really, no. who's, we're not, nobody's journaling, man. No, <laughs> like, oh, man. Like I'm not journaling. I'm not sitting there. I'm like, whoever's out on the call is I'm going to go play with. Yeah. I'm not like sitting there like, oh man, I got to, I got to give this buddy a little bit more time. Put a little <laughs> checkbox beside him. Yeah. I go hang out with him. No. Yeah. Right. But like, as you get older, right? Like I think cause you know, life just starts handing you more responsibilities and um, these connections 
can get almost uh, um, they can get lost yeah. until they're found. Yeah, and uh, it is a you know, isn't there isn't it you know so beautiful when you connect with somebody who you just love spending time with. And then when you do, you're like, man, we should do this more often. Yep. Like, why aren't we doing yeah. that? Well, yeah, exactly. Why aren't you doing that? And I've had that actually recently, like just kind of reconnecting. You know, the weather's obviously getting better. More people are kind of wanting to hang out. Some yeah. people still doing school. So they're just at the end of it. So we started hanging out with more people. And after we leave and, you know, it's that evening, you get a message like, hey, it was awesome hanging out. Like, we should do this again. And you kind of, you're already thinking the same thing. So you kind of shoot it back. And you're like, why aren't we doing this you know, often as much. And I think COVID definitely did play a big part in that because we were just kind of in our bubbles. You know, it was everybody that's at home are the only people I saw. So I was comfortable around them. And then online, it was, you know, about like 10 of us, different people that were playing. So that's our kind of close circle. Those are the people we're bonding with. And then even when COVID opened up, I think it's only us that really hung out with one another just because we're like, hey, you want to go grab something to eat after we play? It's a habit. Yeah, it's a habit. Let's go just ball now. (laughs) We're allowed to go outside or hey, let's golf. It's the only sport we're allowed to play right now. And then now I'm, you're right, we are in that limbo where, you know, I've seen people that I'm hanging out with and they're just like, hey, you know what, like, can it just be us hanging out? I don't really feel like talking to too many people. Or I don't want to see too yeah. many people. And we have all these COVID babies. That was a problem that even these babies had issues seeing other people and they wanted to just stay in their bubble and be at home. And they were having issues of going to a grocery store, or yeah. just going to the temple or just going wherever. Yeah. So now, you know, those kids are kind of just, they're in that limbo too, right? We don't think about as a kid having to do all that but they're in a limbo of trying to break through and wanting to see people and other kids and kind of getting accustomed to that and I think we're at that point now too where now that I have gone out a little bit more to dinners and doing activities this weekend we went to a rec room in uh, Burnaby uh, Brentwood Center and it was just fun to kind of be out there and doing these different activities and being with close uh, friends and family and just kind of reconnecting and then you see it again and you put up a picture and you're getting messages from all these other people like, hey, where was that? Like, I want to do that. You guys want to go? Yeah, you inspire each other. You're kind of, yeah, yeah. you're just inspiring each other to kind of uh, just go out to these spots and see some things that we mutually like. And it just kind of rebuilds a bond and a chance. I think I say chance as a big word because it gives you a chance to reconnect. Not everybody jumps on it and actually reconnects. They might say that one message and they're gone. Yeah. You don't hear from them for another six months or a year. And then the, finally, you know, the weddings start coming up and that's when you start seeing each other. So I think it gives everybody a chance to just, yo, this is your chance. Give an opportunity, yeah. jump on it with one another. And you don't know where that might lead. You know, it might yeah. lead to those connections just kind of growing again. Yeah. And uh, I think another uh, part of like, re- let's say reconnecting with uh, friends and family, I think a huge part of actually following through with it and taking that chance is letting go of expectations and almost kind of like that internal tally that people have like oh i did this last time i made the effort yeah that's their their turn balls in your court yeah you just wait (laughs) wait there until like fucking your 80 90 yeah but like uh uh spring is a good time for like do just do a reset yeah do do a complete reset do a complete cleanse of your expectations of what you think the relationship should look like and you know sitting there idly waiting for the first person to make the move like waiting for your friends yeah. to call you or waiting for your significant other to like plan um uh, you know to connect with them on like something that you wanted to connect with for so long or you know your family maybe you wanted to connect with them for yeah. um some kind of something that has been on your mind or just for the sake of connecting yeah. you just sit there idly 
you, you know what? If everybody just puts forth the effort, and you don't have to keep score yeah. of who's doing what. Like yeah. I don't really keep score, man. Yeah. I I'm I, I know I, like I've heard like you know when people talk about it, it seems like foreign to me. Yeah. You know like it's like there's a, I I think I've seen it like it's a, there's like a bitterness that occurs, and people start to like almost resent people that they love. Yeah. Almost to the borderline contempt, holding them in contempt. Yeah. Like holy shit. No, you're like, right. It's it's a it's a it's a, it's, a, it's emotionally. Uh, it's a it's a it's a bad mix, man. Emotionally, to be able to to start to resent people that you are friends and family that you love, yep. just because that you feel that they they are supposed to be the ones who reach love you out first. or show love, something reach, first or last. Initiative or, you're right, because I've seen that firsthand again, just with having a big family, just a big uh, circle of friends. You know, you see it with us or you know one another. You know, like especially with yeah. family, I think it's a big thing sometimes. You know, an older cousin might take out a younger yeah. cousin and be like, hey, let's go here. And now that older cousin's like, hey, why isn't my younger cousin ever hollering at me to do this? Oh, like, the, I'm the, the older the one. Line, like, thanks for the invite. Yeah, the you older one's like, hey, like, you, I didn't get the invite. Or the younger one's yeah. like, oh, that person's older. They should do the invite. I think yeah. it's, we got to forget all that bullshit of. How can you, can you imagine you talk about a big family, a large family? Can you imagine, like, especially in our culture, how many people are within our family, our cousins, or sisters? Man, I have not, they're, they're I have like. I have like nieces and nephews I have not met yet. Yeah. Because I have there they live in another country. Yep. I haven't traveled to that country yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like, can you imagine? Like, there are times probably when I was younger, I'm like, oh my god, you know, if I'm looking at all my cousins and my just my just my immediate family, like my cousins and like connecting with them, like, there's no possible way. Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna feel guilty till the day I die, man. <laughs> just trying to connect with everybody and yeah. make up something that I created in my mind of uh, I'm, you know, make up for this loss that I created in my mind. Yeah, no, you're right, and I think uh, it's something that like everybody needs to work on, right? Everybody needs to work on forgetting that you know there's a score that's kept or something in between each other's relationship. That you know what, I reached out ten times and this person's reached out three. Yeah. So I'm ten to three now. They got to reach out to me to like start a conversation or go, uh, take it somewhere. This uh, relationship, yeah. and I think people need to forget that notion. If you're thinking of somebody give them a ring give them a message it's so easy nowadays to connect whereas back in the day it was a little bit tougher to connect yeah now it's just you know we know our schedules you know at work when uh, the new year starts usually your work asks you hey plan your uh, vacation days ahead we need your vacation days for this whole year and you're sitting there oh fuck like oh shit what days am i gonna try to spend with my family or who and whatnot i think that's what this spring cleanup should be is spring clean. think get of those of relationships card, of think of the relationships ahead of time a yeah. little bit too if you can't if you think you're not gonna have time for this person that person or this family or that family think about it now think about hey you know what like I might, in April, I'm going to call a few of these friends and family and just yeah. see where it's at. Maybe we're not going to have plans in that month. Yeah. We'll have plans in the future. Yeah. But kind of try to make an attempt yeah. and see if those people reach back. And if some, you're going to have some people that aren't going to, uh, you know, follow up as uh, well as others. And yeah. those ones you can kind of put in the back burner and wait on those ones and go for those ones that did answer back and did want to connect. Because yeah. those are the connections that people really give a shit about. Yeah. And you never know who really gives a shit until yeah. maybe you sometimes reach out because they could be in a bad place. Yeah. We never know where somebody's headspace is at. And I think that's something that's why this podcast is out here. It's a lot about headspace. Where we're bringing out things that are in our head into this podcast and into the other podcasts we're going to bring in. So sometimes we just don't know where somebody's headspace is at. And you work in that field, right? You're trying to help people in that headspace and manage that kind of headspace. And it just takes time and effort. And I think we sometimes think we just are doing too much and we don't have that time and effort to give to somebody. But 
it's bullshit at the end of the day. It's just something we need to learn and adapt yeah, to. Yeah, learn and adapt to, but it's also, I, I think it's important to note that it's also, um, it's innately human to feel guilty it as is, well. Yeah. I remember like, so my parents getting divorced when I was like six or seven. Okay, I'd live with my mom, go see my dad on the weekends. And there were times where like, I just, as you were speaking, I had kind of like a little bit of flashbacks kind of going back to like feeling guilty for maybe I should be spending more time here than there. I'm like, well, I haven't gone to dad's in a while. Like I should go to dad's yeah. like, and cause like, I just don't want them to be alone. I want to give them my love, my attention. Um, but I think through like just life, you just kind of, for myself at least, I just uh, started to just appreciate the time with the people that I had. And, you know, um, uh, because I have, I have uh, a brother and sister. I don't call them half brothers and sisters, yeah. right? They're just my, they're yeah. my blood, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the term, just get rid of that term, half yeah. brother, half sister. Yeah. If your parents get divorced and yeah. remarried and they have kids. Yeah. Uh, so I have uh, two sisters on my mom's side. And I have a brother and a sister. I have uh, a brother and sister on my dad's side. Yeah. Uh, and then I have one older brother before my uh, parents split. So I got a big family yeah. and, you know, so for so long, I would think, you know, for, uh, my little brother and sister who are on my dad's side that I, you know, spent more time with my mom and like, I was disconnected from them, especially, you know, when I was in that gang lifestyle yeah. and like go- going through like the, my own kind of purgatory, if you will, but coming out of it, like, I, I feel like I've lost so much time with them, like reconnecting with them. You almost get, what's the term you get, uh, you get, uh, there's a, there's a term for it, yeah. but like, um, you know, I've almost, uh, you know, I feel like no matter what I do sometimes, like I can't make up for it. Yeah. And it's, I think that's, you know, being a little bit more compassionate to myself. Like I can't, I can't undo the past like that of yeah. not being there for them as an older brother, but I can just do what I can today. And that, that guilt though, if, if it's not put in check, coming back to the journaling, yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to kind of get a that's good true. perspective on things. It's yeah. like, I think that weight will suffocate you, which is where... Uh, the weight of the guilt will suffocate you from not connecting, uh, which then causes you to not take that chance like you were talking about earlier. So it's not like, a, you know, when you really break it down, it's, it's, there is a huge psychological component to maybe why you're not connecting with loved ones, family and friends, yep. I think, because it's like, uh, uh, you got to do a little bit of digging, a little yep. spring cleaning in your mind to kind of reconnect with yourself first and foremost. And that's uh, where I realized, I'm like, man, if I, if, if I'm, you know, you know, when I do that spring cleaning for myself, uh, now that's becoming more like as the years go by, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of a common theme for me. Yeah. Like at spring, I go through this kind of rebirth, if you will. I let go of my, you know, I'm a bear in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll shave, maybe I won't, yeah. but like I'm a bear in the winter and I'm coming out of my cave in hibernation. Yeah. Um, but like, it's like uh, those habits, um, it's, it's, uh, they, they, it's okay, man. Yeah. It's, no. it's very much okay. Yeah, no, it is. You're right. And I think you touched on it already, too, that, you know, if we leave these relationships sometimes too long where we don't talk to each other, sometimes it just takes one person out of that relationship to resent. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing, too. You start resenting the other person and you kind of build a hatred sometimes just because that person hasn't reached out. And now you don't know why you might see a picture of them at like this event and how you said, hey, why? Where's the invite? And all these little you compound the resentment. Yeah, it compounds. Yeah, exactly. And it can become something resentment bank account. Yeah, literally maxed out. And it can get so bad (laughs) that like when you do see that person that there's so much resentment that you feel it then. Yeah. You see that person, you're trying to just kind of keep it as, you know, 
it's like an everyday thing. Like, it doesn't matter if I didn't see you for a year. It's going to be like, I, we saw each other yesterday. Yeah. And that person could be sitting on the other side of the table just purely resenting you and kind of hating everything you're doing because they've been following you on social media and seeing what you've been doing the entire <laughs> time. Like, and now they're they like, oh, for this, they yeah, time for now me. you have time for me just because we somehow are at this same event or same place. So yeah. I think people have to sometimes realize that resentment and it's very hard to know that you're resenting but somebody it's just something it is, that built is. up over time and you don't think it's resentment but how you're saying that if you're journaling or you know you're putting your thoughts somewhere that when that thought does come up and Check it's yourself, written man. down you can look back on that and be like there's th- there's that day or there's that time i put down that thought of hey i kind of got upset that the, uh i uh you know thought about this person they were at this event but why am i upset it's just because we haven't connected it's not that that person didn't invite me or yeah. whatever other reasoning it might be it's just we haven't connected so that might be why we haven't been able to see each other why there's an issue i just need to connect in that you know we live off connections it's something uh, that's a big part of my life is that's kind of helped me through my biggest issue is having the right connection because i've had the bad connections and i think if i held on to those too long i would have went a totally different path but just by cutting those connections right off and uh kind of pursuing the ones that were that positive side they kind of pushed me along to a totally different career path in life that you know i'm getting married having kids and all this kind of stuff and that it doesn't have to be the same path for everybody but i think just for my life that was the positive route that i went and connections matter a lot look at our connection here we met off of a fucking video game (laughs) over each other's voice there's no sounds and then we get to actually see each other in person. It's yeah. that same connection and it just kind of built on from yeah. there. And it's sometimes not a connection of having to physically, you know, and virtually see somebody. It's more of, it was just this kind of voice that we heard. And from that voice, we just kind of connected and the way we approached each other, the way we kind of said the words to one another and kept that connection going. Yeah. yeah. And I think your connection with yourself is uh, directly related to how your connection is with others. Yeah. Right. So it's like, uh, that's why that spring cleaning for your mental space is very much important first before you start kind of looking outward. You know, you got to almost kind of like check yourself. It's like you grow so much, man. Yeah. Like and it's not like the new year is what's going to change you or yeah. even, um, you know, there's people have milestones at different points throughout the year. Right. At different points yeah. in their life, different years, like some. And it's like uh, people change so much so fast sometimes that they're not taking the time to process it. Yeah. And when you are journaling that, you can process like who you've become, who you are today. You can almost, uh, almost acknowledge like, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, that's how you start that now outward connection audit. Like, okay, this is who I am today. This is yeah. what I'm doing in my life. These are my hobbies. This, I'm not really enjoying this anymore, which is okay. Yeah. Um, maybe you drop a hobby, drop a circle of friends and, um, you want to do something else with your life or you want to go because you've now processed like you're not the same person you were before, let's just say the winter. Now yep. coming into spring, you're a completely different person. Yep. Now you get to uh, uh, take stock of that and, and, and make some uh, appropriate changes, if you will, uh, to cultivate an environment for yourself that is of your best interest. Yep. That's going to help you uh, in your physical uh, life, uh, help you uh, better yourself mentally, emotionally, um, help you with your career path, yep. help you with those relationships. You know, how I'm one of my favorite quotes is how I do anything is how I do everything. Yep. So, like, if I'm able to really nurture and take care of myself first, man, I'm going to have a direct effect on everybody else and those connections. Yeah. So, it's like you want to do, you want to, um, I think, you know, people, um, you know, they'll say, I hear this a lot. It's like everybody's. Uh, I hear this a lot, especially in like the holistic communities with like 
spiritual healers yep. um, is a lot of people will say that they're an empath. And I think, well, you know what? Everybody has the capacity to be an empath. Um, and uh, it just depends on how you want to nurture that connection with yourself. Yeah. So that when you are connecting with others as an empath, which everybody I do believe has the ability to do so, yeah. um, it's for it's 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 a, it has a positive impact on them. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, there's there's always like kind of three things that I look at that will happen when you interact with somebody. You know, you have the positive, you have the negative, and you have the neutral. Yeah. You interact with somebody. Um, you'll have like a positive, there's this like a positive charge and you feel elated, yeah. you know, which is great, which is sometimes I'm like, maybe I don't want this because then yeah. I'm like, I'm looking for that all the yeah. time, <laughs> right? What's, but it's good in the moment. You have this positive interaction, you get elated and you yeah. feel great. Uh, or you have like that kind of negative interaction, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. You're like you're very low energy, low mood, and you just, just shut off. Body yeah. language is all down and you, you just, you just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Or you can just interact with somebody. Um, and you're not overly elated and you're not like, it wasn't like a negative charge and you just interact with them for the sake of interacting and you leave it there, there you that whole entire experience with them when you're done, you just move along. Yeah. Right. I think that's, uh, uh, those are the kind of interactions I strive to have now, especially yeah. with the work that I do, like having to not, I don't like to say build up a wall when I work with people for the sake of my well being. Yeah. Like, you know, when you work in mental health and like you work with so many people and so many different energies, like people say, put on a shield. I'm like, I don't fucking have a shield, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if, I, if I'm not as, if I'm, on, if I'm showing them who I am, then yeah. I can't really connect with them. That's true. So, but I know, I know that it's like a practice to be able to keep myself uh, neutral after I interact with somebody so that I, it can just remain in the moment. Could you notice like, you know, I have, uh, that you know wh- whether it's that elated feeling yeah or even a uh, feeling where it's like oh i feel like something's missing something like what happened i don't it was it was a, it was a horrible interaction um it just keeps me stuck in the past yeah now i'm thinking about the good or the bad yeah whereas it's like yeah, it was just good now i'm just moving along moving along just no. keep moving along day by day breath by breath yeah. moment by moment yeah and to just touch back on kind of the idea of journaling doing these mind maps i think there's no age limit of when you need to start. Yeah. I think it's just uh, taking the time to process what that is journaling and what you want to put down and putting it down and instilling it into yourself to constantly do that just so that you know kind of, you know, where you're at and how you say, you know, we're going to be obviously changing and seeing those changes. But then again, doing this now so that in the future we can pass this on to. Yeah. That's something we want to be able to pass on to children. I think uh, journaling and uh, kind of doing these mind maps, you know, we used to do diaries as kids and stuff like that. I think that's yeah, kind what of, happened to that? That's kind of being I'm, forgotten. I'm a grade two, man. Like, yeah, and I think we've journal. forgotten about it more and more just kind of it you know this uh technology online world came in so you could really just journal online rather than putting it down on something i remember on facebook i'd have a random thought in the day and i would just throw it on facebook (laughs) and i looked at like some of my stuff on facebook from like 2000 and like like eight or nine i'm like what the hell was i thinking like why did i even put this down but it gave me a sense of who I was then. Yeah, that's why some people post. Yeah, online. exactly. I'm going to hold myself accountable, which is cool. And, and I got to see who yeah. I was at that time and kind of my immaturity and kind of my creativity at that stage of my life. So I think now is a really good time that I've been looking at this mind mapping and kind of how I put down my list. That's something that I pass on to my daughter, future kids, and just anybody that it's a good kind of thing to let your kid be able to do. Because yeah. I think they get to put their emotions and stuff on, uh, like that on that. And it could be you know, something personal for a kid when they get to a certain age. And at a younger age, it could be just something you share with your child. That, hey, you know, what? what's something you thought that made you happy today? Why don't you write it down? 
and that's something you just keep every day and then in the future you could show them that like and see the difference of when they put something down when they yeah. were five years old compared to something they put down when they're seven or eight and just seeing the progression in that kid and maybe they'll hold on to that and be able to use that for their own mental health and continue using that far far into adulthood and it's something that they go to to a learn about themselves what we're talking about and have that connection with yourself and then be how you're going to be able to connect with others right you're going to just be able to i think build a better connection just by doing something where you're helping yourself first and then helping others yeah you always because like uh i got very quickly i remember when i started my coaching practice so i started as a sales consultant um working with businesses when i started to teach more yoga kind of drifted into the life coaching uh path and then i remember very much in the beginning like i had all this knowledge of what to do and i've take take a look back at my first year of coaching there were some times you know i would be kind of coaching somebody or highly recommending something that i wasn't doing yeah and i could take a look back i'm like fuck why am i not doing that you know like uh, even with my yoga i'd be teaching the only time i would do yoga is when i was teaching and i was like Man, I can't be I can't be talking about this yeah. if I'm not doing it on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, just even as a coach, as a yeah. facilitator, mental health facilitator, I can't be talking about journaling if I don't journal. Yeah. I can't just be talking about something though. I listen, I heard this on a on a podcast or I saw this on YouTube or so, my friend told me about it, so I'm gonna just tell somebody else. Yeah. I'm just gonna regurgitate this information yeah. uh, because I got sold on the idea that it has a positive effect. It's like yeah, but no, it's like do your own peer review yeah. with yourself, man. Like review with yourself could do like a uh, review it yourself and yep. then pass your experience along to others you yep. know and even more so even before that like if you when you start to do those things when you start to journal you know we talk about physical health you start to go to the you start to move you know you know it doesn't have to be the gym just move yep. move yep. on a daily basis go yep. for a walk uh you, you start to do these things on a regular basis there is a shift that occurs within you that can be felt by those that are around you that you spend a considerable amount of time with. Yep. You don't have to say a word. Yeah, we say more with our body language and just our presence, our vibe, than we do with the words that we're speaking. Half, if you're not doing those uh, mental check-ins, man, half the time you're just speaking gibberish. Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. You know, if you're not checking in with yourself from now and now, every now and again, you're just on your like. There's like this auto loop of words coming out of your mouth. Yep. all these the auto loop of thoughts that you're thinking all the time and you're just saying things for the sake of saying to fill in the space to have a conversation because it's what you're used to doing yeah and break that man just yep. break that habit just start doing when you start doing and being what you're talking about you are it yeah that's when you have the impact yeah i, I had it it was like a, a very conscious shit like not a conscious it was like a gradual shift with, yep. and that i found as my coaching practice progressed i'm like no it became like a rule like uh, there are times I, I took breaks from coaching I'm like I'm just not on my A game yeah I'm not gonna do it yeah you know times I would stop teaching yoga I'm like no I'm not gonna do it because I don't want to be in that energy I prefer you know sharing that space with others um, if I'm not on my A game just spouting off but I'm empty on the inside and yeah I'm just not on my A game and meaning that I'm not getting good sleep and you know my diet is shit I'm drinking too much yeah whatever it is and you know I couldn't feel I didn't I didn't feel good about it but I felt you know what? It doesn't feel good to kind of take yourself and put yourself on the sidelines to sit on the yeah. bench of life, so to speak. If you want to have a positive impact on your family and yeah. friends, even your community, um, but it will teach you a lesson of remaining humble um, to be able to uh, tend to your own garden before you start spouting off to everybody else, every Tom, Dick, and Harry, especially online, yeah. what they should or shouldn't be doing. 
to better themselves, to be happy. Yeah. That's everybody's individual yeah. journey, right? Yeah. And that's what I truly believe too. Like when we talk about spring cleaning and mental and emotional well-being, it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sell you anything. Yeah. I will never. I'm, we'll, we'll talk about journaling. Fuck it, man. There are so many people out there. I probably uh, that probably never have journaled in their life. They're so happy. I bet you there's Buddhist monks oh, yeah. up on a mountain. They're not like, dear diary, today I yeah. did home. <laughs> like fucking yeah. every other day before that. But yeah. like, you know, like it's just a suggestion. Yeah. And, and it's, it could, uh, just to jump in there, it could be, you know, it doesn't always have to be writing down something on a piece of paper. Yeah. So I think something that I've kind of always thought about is, you know, we have so many mediums now to, you know, be able to put down our ideas. So it could be online, could be an app. You know, some people want to keep their thoughts and journaling kind of private. They don't yeah. want it in a book that somebody else might find yeah. or they might lose themselves. So I think uh, on our YouTube video, we'll put down a couple of links of just yeah. different styles of journaling yeah. and mind mapping that, you know, you could do it on your phone. You could just quickly be like, here you go today. I'm just going to throw this note in and yeah. maybe a couple of notes a day that you're throwing in a couple of notes, even a week. It's not something you have to do daily, yeah. but definitely weekly. I think I would suggest that just check in on that week of kind of your thoughts and processes and just whatever you've done yeah and we all use different kind of things like i'm really connected to a lot of applications that i use for different things working out yeah uh my diet and all these kind of things so i think journaling and whatnot for me is mostly online doing my checklist everything's on my phone just because it's right there it's something you know we're like kind of like cyborgs now it's just connected to us so i know we are the internet yeah so if i have this there i know i'm gonna 100 percent do it whereas if i'm thinking about writing it down i know first of all my writing sucks so even when i write sometimes then i'm like in the thought process process i'm just going it's half scribbled and all this stuff so i think it's just people finding the right medium of where they want to put it put their uh, thoughts up and we'll just have it in the links below that you know these are kind of uh, a couple ideas you could take them you don't have to use them and then maybe people can pass those along because sometimes people don't need to journal themselves how you said you yeah. know they're already doing well and happy in their lives but they know somebody that it might be beneficial for yeah. so they can pass on those kind of things too yeah the, the only things i'll always tell people for certain that you have to you got to sleep. Yeah. You know, for your well-being, go to sleep, okay? Yeah. And you're not a bad sleeper. You're not a good sleeper. You're just whatever point in your life, that's how you sleep at that moment in your life. Everything yeah. can change on the drop of a dime. So yeah. don't worry about that. Uh, water. Yeah. Okay? People listening right now, 90% of them are probably not drinking enough water. 100%. Shame them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The shit Shame out of them. Shame them all, literally. Yeah. And then, okay, so you got your sleep, your water, breathe, oxygen. Just yeah. don't, there's, a, there's so many different breathing exercises. Just take... Deep breaths in through the nose. Feel your belly expand. Exhale out your nose. Yeah. Even out your mouth. Just be conscious of your breath. Make yeah. it a practice every day. Do it for a minute, two minutes. So you got water. You got sleep. You got breath. And then food. Get some yeah. good nutrition in you. you yeah. know, it doesn't have to. I was vegan for a year. I'm like, oh, fuck me. And then I was like, not vegan. And yeah. I did low carb, high carb. Fuck, man. That shit will drive you nuts, yeah. man. Let's fucking eat. Yeah. Eat consciously. Just And don't. I think people need to pay more attention to that. Like... Sometimes just by trying to think about it, okay, I, we know we need to sleep. We know we need water, but we forget. So there's now so many things that can help remind us. You know, there's sleep apps. There's just all these things yeah. that kind of help you understand what sleep means. Because I think sometimes we'll lay in bed and we think, okay, it's 10 o'clock and we're starting our sleep cycle, but we're on our phone still. You know, you need a 30 minute to an hour gap of letting go of these things and actually being able to go into a sleep mode and get actually good REM sleep. So I think using applications and all these different things to just track your sleeping, just find out where your sleeping's yeah. at. Yeah. And then again with water, notifications. You could put a notification in for every hour. Hey, you know what? Drink a glass of water. Diet, food, how you're talking about. Another thing, put that into a notification or a reminder that just 
lets us know because sometimes we're so we claim to be so busy in our lives that we just can't think about these little things so put it in the one thing that we look at 24 7 or look at throughout the day to just remind us hey you know what get up move get up eat get up drink and then get up and go to sleep yeah spring training man (laughs) yeah it's a spring training yourself now so that you have a good year and then again it'll come into that new year's resolutions and then we forget them and then march is that march to april is that cleanup time of hey let's just clean up our cycle again yeah just kind of you know obviously there's some things we're hoping from that new year's time that we're starting to do right when that new year starts and then whatever we dropped off just kind of pick it up again in march and the spring clean up see in those fundamentals like the water sleep movement yeah yeah move 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 go to sleep drink water yeah eat a good balanced diet 80 20 80 percent can be good 20 percent do whatever you want just just check yourself get into nature yeah you know do these fundamentals master these fundamentals yeah and outside of that you know what like everything else is just a bonus it's just to experiment and have fun with those are the pillars those are like what you got to master and it's like uh those get overlooked because there's so much out there kind yeah. of pulling your attention and persuading you to give it a try, yeah. sell you on yeah. what's going to work and what's not going to work. Yeah. Right. So be conscious of that because we're online on our phones and everything's, you know, we get stuck in this um, uh, algorithm online of what we keep seeing in our feed again and again. And that's un- unfortunately some for, pe- for some people, that's how they take action in yeah. their life is whatever the algorithm is showing them. Um, but we also have our own internal algorithm. Yeah. Right, we yeah. all auto suggest ourselves. Yeah, or what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. It's just like, yeah, man. You know, um, if we talk about uh, spring cleaning and you know coming back to that connection piece about you know spring clean your relationships, spring clean your relationship with yourself. Yeah, start off with yourself. You know, the best way to do that, get into some solitude. Yeah, take some time out, digital detox, put the phone away. Yeah, go spend some time with yourself. You could be indoors, you could be outdoors but you are just not interacting with the rest of the world online yep. or in person for a certain amount of time. Could be a day, could be a week, could be a month, whatever you want, whatever you want to kind of set for yourself. Yep. And then go through that isolation period to just bring yourself into a state of balance where you're not being pulled uh, by the algorithm yep. out in the real world. And also that internal algorithms that you got going on that auto suggests is not forcing you to just continue on with your same habits that you don't want to continue on with. So that's a beautiful thing about spring because we got these little cues from nature that, hey, guess what? You can kind of shine bright again, even if you have been in a space where you're not connecting, you're not doing drinking your water, your mental and your emotional well-being is not where it could be. Uh, Spring is a good, beautiful reminder that, hey, uh, you can shine again. Things are going to grow. Things can change. So can you. And that's probably one of my greatest teachers, man. It's like nature. Like like looking at the cycles of nature and, and seeing how like that beautiful chaos actually does create harmony yeah because it follows a pattern yep and it's uh and if you can understand that sometimes your patterns were shitty and give yourself a little bit of, of a break yep. be compassionate you can understand that that shitty can go from contentment yeah a sense of joy uh, detoxing is definitely yeah another overlooked thing you know detoxing from devices and life in general and taking that time for yourself and I've seen, you know, one of the biggest things that's kind of blowing up kind of in the mental health, uh, you know, I'm obviously, since I met you, I've started researching on that side more just so that I'm kind of knowledgeable, at least when we talk. (laughs) 
And, you know, that's why I talk about the cold therapy so much. But something that's been blowing up now is called dark retreats. Yeah. So basically, I heard about this from a quarterback that plays in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, he went on a three-day dark retreat where you basically go to a location. It's a retreat. And for three days straight, you're in the dark. No devices, no nothing, no lights. You're just purely in the dark with yourself. And, you know, he's... Obviously, at a time in his life, he had a you know really big decision of what he was gonna do. So I think that kind of is uh, another uh, way to pull yourself into something like this. Yeah. Is you might have some big decision decisions in your life, some big stress in your life, and you just want to detoxify it. And uh, look how big it's becoming. Can, can you just like sit in your room, put the blankets over look, your head? Yeah. And, just, like, and I think we don't have to go to the level he's yeah. going to of actually having to do three days straight. It could be just, you know, going in your room for an hour and shutting all the lights and blinds off and just sitting there with yourself yeah. and just seeing what the hell comes up, what comes up in your mind. What are you thinking about? Because I think sometimes you might end up thinking about things that you normally wouldn't if you're just continuing your day. Yeah. And those little things that you might yeah. think about are actually yeah. beneficial things. And they're some of the things that matter the most, you know, yeah. with your your friend, family, your daily life, jobs, whatever it might be, you'll click into things. And that's something that, you know, it's going to be different every day that you do it. You could do it one day and you're thinking of these things another day. So I think just these things are good examples of what people can try just because we don't get an opportunity. Yeah, you can get like a big, because like sometimes people need like some kind of an event. So like a three day excursion somewhere, help reset them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more of the power to you. Maybe that's what you want at that time, right? Yep. It's not that you need it. It's yep. just you wanted it. Yep. You don't really need these things. We nope. want it. There's some kind of a desire there, right? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to maybe on the flip side of that, what if it's not like going away for three days? What if it's like a dark retreat by closing my eyes and meditating? Yep. What if I'm just, this is my retreat right now. Which is, closed. you're in the dark once your eyes are closed, my you're eyes in the are dark. closed and I'm meditating for five yeah. minutes a day. You know, that could be its own dark retreat. Basically, um, yeah. You know, so like there's, 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 I love the different ways of looking at it. So, so many different perspectives on the how. Yeah. But there must be try. Yeah. I feel like Yoda. Yeah. There is no, yeah. there is no try. Yeah. There is only do. Yeah. You have to do it. Like you can say it as much as you want, but until you do it, you're not going to realize anything and you can't really have a say on it unless you've done it. Like I could say Aaron Rodgers did it and he's doing amazing now, but I don't know. I haven't done it myself (laughs) to experience what he might've went through. And obviously being in the same experience, I would have maybe gone through something totally different, but it's till you do it, you'll know what the hell happened and you know, what kind of came out of it. Yeah. And then kind of like, uh, coming back to like the philosophy with mental wealth and like it's like i realized very quickly is like i couldn't just tell people what to do you know you have a list of traditional and non-traditional mental health tools and practices you got the psychologists and therapists over here you got the yoga teachers and meditation teachers over here it's like everybody has this advice that they're giving and people you know go through these texts and then go to school and they learn it from there people learn it from um, their teachers and their own life experience and they're selling all these solutions and it's kind of I feel like when I've seen the, when I work with these, when, when I, especially when I'm doing these group, uh, this group work, it's like people get so overwhelmed with like choice, yeah. you know, like that. Yeah. And they almost get uh, that analysis paralysis where they just don't know what to do. Yeah. And they're afraid like, if I don't do this, if I don't do it enough, yeah. like I'm screwed mentally and emotionally. So, you know, I always like to create a space of just exploration where it's like, 
you're not, you know, we talked about physical fitness, we talked about dark retreats, we talked about uh, journaling, we talked about connections and how they're good for your health, then reaching out to loved ones, family. But then when you talk, take a look at just kind of like, uh, what is it going to take for me um, to do this consistently? Well, it's going to take you to do it on your own to explore yep. in a way where you don't feel like I need to do this. I actually want to do this. I enjoy doing this because I realize the fruits of my labor are going to, the fruits of this labor of love are going to keep me mentally, emotionally uh, uh, happy. I'm just going to have a calm mind. I'm going to yeah. have a happy heart. And then whatever happens in life, I'll, I'll just accept because I did that, you know, exploration to yeah. go and experiment with these different tools and these practices. Yeah. And nobody knows for certain. I can't tell you, you know, if you hear like you hear these new studies, oh, every single day, there's so much. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, simplicity is the highest form of sophistication. It doesn't yeah. have to be complicated. Yeah. So like you just adhering to some certain principles can go a very long way in your life. But you'd adhere to them. Right. And that maybe was because of your exploration and you tried something yeah. when you try something you get an experience when you have an experience that's your truth yeah now you know for certain like this is works until you experience it not just and sometimes with some of these things not just once like, yeah oh, I, try, I try to meditate yeah. i close my eyes or i went to a yoga class and it was like boot camp or yeah. i went to a therapist and they didn't click with me it's like no no until you try something yeah. and give it an honest attempt you cannot say for certain whether or not that is going to work for you. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody's a little bit different. Some people might click with it right away, but you got to give it an honest chance yeah. and approach it uh, where you are in a very calm state, not in a panic. I need to do yeah. this. Yeah. You're going to set yourself up for failure with these expectations, yeah. but you go in there with like a calm state and you just want to explore and just try it out. That's like a new video game that you like or a new, uh, you know, there's a, there's a new food, new flavor of ice cream. You want to try yeah. it because you're excited. Yeah. So you get excited about these things. You try it, yeah. you get the experience, you get that truth after a certain amount of experience, and then you can, you know, make that kind of internal decision whether or not that's going to work for you long term. Yeah. Is this going to be sustainable? Yeah. And that's the goal. It's like, I want something that's sustainable. Yeah. I don't want to trend. I don't want to, you know, some throughout the year, like I'll do the cold therapy. I was doing it all last year. I'm like, it's been a few months since I, I was consistent with it. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm journaling. Yeah. Sometimes it's yoga. Sometimes it's nature. Sometimes it's like group therapy. Sometimes it's talk therapy yeah. like this. Sometimes it's good sleep. It's like good yeah. supplements. It's going to rotate and evolve. And now you're going to get to a point, I promise you, where you're just going to want to have fun with it. Yeah. And you're not going to be want, you're not going to want to be told because this whole yeah. journey doesn't if I'm for the fucking rest of my life Sunny, I'm telling you if I'm for the rest of my life just trying to do it because I yeah. need to do it or I'm a fucking because I'm going to label myself I'm anxious I'm I'm depressed I'm going to yeah. keep labeling myself and you're fucked what kind of life is that man yeah what kind of life is that yeah. you're just going to keep and, and and I don't and I'm not saying this very lightly because yeah. I've been in the psych ward yeah fucking I haven't been in there enough times to write a tripadvisor report yeah. man <laughs> I'll give you a google review yeah. like I don't take it lightly yeah you, you must come to this point of humbleness where you just humble back and you just start to experiment it for the sake of experimenting yeah. so you get your own truth yeah and just acknowledge maybe i've just been sold or maybe i just maybe i'm just thinking about this too much yeah. because i'm just i i haven't come to that you know humble point of knowing i just fucking don't know shit until i try yeah yeah humble yourself you don't know shit until you try yeah honestly yeah and that's and you, yeah and you that's, hit that on the mark too the emphasis people put on a choice 
like, oh, I have to choose this or I have to choose that. And they're not like, I could try them all and then see which one I'm going to choose to continue doing because it's helped me. And the analogy I get, like being a kid on that was and learning that was playing Pokemon. So, you know, <laughs> I know, the, I saw your little, your little Squirtle Yeah, screen so you know screen in the saber. beginning of Pokemon, every yeah. video Pokemon game was basically you get up there and you meet this guy that's going to give you three Pokemon. And one's fire, one's water, and one's uh, kind of a plant-related uh, Pokemon. And you have to make a choice now. You only get one of those Pokemon. Yeah. So it could be uh, the worst choice possible or the best choice possible yeah. or something in the middle. And I had to learn at a young age that, you know what, it, you just pick one and you try that out. If it doesn't work out, you can restart that game, try another one out. Restart that game, try another one. And eventually you will like one of those and continue that journey. Yeah. And it's a long journey that I had to play, you know, putting hours and hours into this game of figuring out who I wanted to choose. So that always gave me an analogy of there's not always one choice. There's many different choices, but you need to try everything. It's a buffet, man. Yeah, it's a buffet of choices. And you literally just got to try everything. And one of those things might work. And you might have to try those things, how you said, a couple of times. You can't just say, well, I tried the meditation once. And I tried swimming once. And I tried golf once. And, you know, I just hate them all. Yeah. It's like, that's not how things work. That's yeah. not how life works. That's like going on a date with uh, somebody once and being like, that's not going to work. Or going yeah. on a date and I'm going to marry this person. You have to continue trying. You're going to... Continue going back out there, putting yourself out there, being a little vulnerable. And then from that, you're going to be able to choose, you know, which path you want to take. And I think that's something that people get too tied into is I have one choice and that's the only choice I can take. I have to make the most of it. But you got to make the most of everything. Otherwise, you're not going to know which way to go. You're not going to. That's beautifully said because it's like you're not going to know which way to go. You know, you 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 want to you you like you talked about your Pokemon. You got three different paths, but each path is going to take some time, and only until you go down that path, is, or t- you're going to realize that do I want to continue on with this game? Yeah, no, it's a game of life as well. Yep. It's like, am I going to continue on with this path? I'm not going to know until I give it an honest effort, yep. honest try. Like, and and that's uh, you know your connections deserve that time. Yeah, they deserve you to put in that effort. Your uh, physical space, your home, your sanctuary, it deserves you to take that time to put in the effort to make and cultivate a good, warm, loving space. Uh, your relationships uh, with your, your relationship with yourself, man, that takes the most amount yeah. of time. You must, you must put in fucking some work there. Yeah. You don't, you don't even, people like, it's funny, it's like, I've had so many different jobs, you know, like 50 different jobs. Before I was an entrepreneur, I was teaching yoga. Sometimes when I explain what I do, I'm just, I'm just Vic. I just don't want to go into it because I don't yeah. want yeah. to describe yeah. to this person. I'm just like, yeah, this is what I do. Some people are like, oh, he does this. Some people are like that. He does, I thought he does this. And it's just like, yeah. I said, do what I does, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, right. But like, because like, I don't know who I am sometimes. Yeah. That's where the self um, inquiry comes from. That's where the journaling comes from. That's where the, the, you know, the solitude comes from, the retreats. There's all those periods of time where you get to go into that kind of cocoon, uh, if you will. And there's that uh, metamorphosis that occurs before yeah. you kind of transition into the next phase of your life. Um, and then you get to know who you are. But that's a process. Yeah. Nobody talks about that process yeah. a lot. They talk about like, this is where I am and this is where I want to be. But nobody talks about the period of inactivity, yeah. <laughs> of deliberation, yeah. of self-inquiry, right? Um, but yeah, you, you, we talk about all these things and, um, I think, uh, I like the way you put it about, you know, the, the different Pokemon journeys. It's like, it, it takes an effort you're only going to know until you just try. Try it. And I just think that's it. what everybody should be able to take away from this is just a spring cleanup. Like it can spring be something cleanup. small. It can be something big in your life, but doing something at least like not just leaving it. <laughs> 
till mid-year or end of the year and kind of trying to plan it for the future, start now. Just start small if you have to and you'll see the changes just because we do it and you know we've you work in it a little bit more and you see that drastic change that just doing a little bit can be such a big part of your life yeah like it can drastically sometimes change some of those issues you might be having and we always think you know every little issue we have is such a big issue but sometimes when you look at it kind of overall and look at it ahead of time you see how small those issues actually might be and how easily they can be achieved yeah. so i think that's kind of what i'm hoping some people can take away from this is so, just just start cleaning so, yeah yeah <laughs> Forget those people. You tell me what you're going to do, Sonny. We're going to hold you accountable for the next... Yeah, so uh, for me, I think it's definitely going to be trying to get more of the mental to-do list down. So making sure that I am checking in with myself yeah. a little bit more. I know, you know, I like to check in with others. I got a baby, I got a wife, and I got family. And I'm kind of trying to, you know, a lot of my time is put in with the baby. So it's always checking on her and checking how she is. So I definitely think uh, just taking a mental time of checking up on myself and then that kind of gives me, I can already see a little bit of a picture of, you know, where I'm going to be at with those other relationships too. So definitely just trying to take a little bit more of a mental checkup and probably writing down definitely more uh, kind of mental things that I want for myself. Yeah, cool. So what so about you? Basketball. Yeah, uh, I'm true. A, I'm a ball, man. I'm ball yeah. till I fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I, that's what I want to do. Like, I, every time I go to the gym, I just like, uh, so um, sometimes because... Uh, Crystal lives in Maple Ridge, so then I go to the rec center there to work out sometimes, and then I go to the, I'll walk by the gym, and I'll always see the basketball hoops, and it reminds me when we were balling, like, every yeah. day during, yeah. almost, you know, we were playing video games for a bit, but then when the sun turned, we were outside playing outside, ball yeah. all the time, when we we're, uh, everybody was under lockdown, so those are, like, I, I, I love it, and I miss it so much, and I'm just, like, man, I just want to do this because it was fun. So yeah. I know, like, i just infusing more fun. Yeah. I, that's, for me, is so fun. It's yeah. just to play no, basketball. Awesome games that we had. And, like, it, you're right. It's, like, one thing, it's fun because yeah. you're just with a good group of guys. You're having yeah. fun. Look at how many people we've added on. Yeah. All the random five-on-fives we'd have to do against all these different, yeah. like, races that would just bring out their crews. Yeah. So it was, like, awesome to kind of have a community of while we played. But then also you get in a workout out yeah. of it mentally it's kind of letting you release out any tensions you might have throughout your day talk to your boys about some problems here and there just bring up something with them and yeah you're right i think that's something we kind of get a, for ourselves at least uh kind of get back into and have thankfully fun. we got that message i think today yeah today hubby i yeah, think yeah, message yeah, yeah, yeah. to you know kind of get back into it and that's all it takes you know we talked about this podcast about connections yeah. and reaching out it takes one person to start and spark the conversation yeah. and it just goes from there you kindle the flame yeah so yeah. for all the tryhards um, that you know, go hard all year on their physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Uh, if you're not having fun, you're gonna burn out. Yeah. Okay. So have some fun. That's yeah. the recommendation. Yeah. People that are almost in the analysis paralysis, uh, you're um, gonna need to come out of that shell of yours yeah. and try something, yeah. and not place too heavy expectations on it. So you're gonna need to start to try. Yeah. And the people that are just right in the middle, you guys are the goats. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are the goats. You're yeah. the you're the ones that are doing it. I think personally that's the way it should be done. Is you're not trying too hard. Too hard, yeah. And you're not it's not like you're not making an effort. Is you just are constantly trying yeah. and you take your time and you're enjoying life and you're not placing too high of expectations on like what that mental health tool practice uh tool or practice could or yeah. or if you did it wrong what it would do to you. Like and it's just you're just not taking it like almost like there's a bit of a lightness to your approach. So yeah. keep it light. Yeah. You know, take a look. So I'm I'm right in between medium 
and try hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the right spot, the goats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go, go towards the goats, man. <laughs> Just be right in the middle. You know, not right. take it so seriously. Yeah, I think that's a good way to end it off. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Done with this one. Yeah. Another one down in the books. Yeah. <laughs>